Hello, I'm your host Noah Witherspoon and welcome to Chattering the Skull. Today we'll discuss Pelosi's polarizing comments on former President Trump, the truth behind electric cars, and our new segment, The International Report. Let's jump right into the show. Welcome back. As you all know, Nancy Pelosi has always been a vindictive figure in politics. I'm honestly surprised she got this far without getting caught in a hot mic. Well, now it's finally happened. I'm sure you all are dying to listen to it, so here it is. Here it comes. I'm going to punch him out. So I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail. Oh, I'm going to be happy. Gosh. Well, that was her referring to President Trump in that comment. The footage was filmed with a film crew um, on January 6th um, while it was unraveling. The rest of the footage shows Mike Pence, Trump's VP, and Nancy Pelosi choreographing a plan to certify the 2020 election. That was just one clip out of the whole thing. I suggest you listen to the whole clip or watch it because HBO filmed it. Now, I'm not in negation of Pence trying to keep himself and Nancy safe. I'm upset and extremely disappointed that Pence would even be scheming with Nancy that way. What I'm more worried about is how Trump's opponents will react to the next presidential election cycle. They'll bring this up faster than ever in the debates. I can't wait to see what Trump has in store for Pelosi and Pence. Right up after this break, I'll talk in depth on the truth electric vehicles. I'm Noah Witherspoon, and I'd love it if you join me on my second show to discuss stocks, international economies, and influences in the market today. Join me in my fight to beat the street, only on Witherspoon Living. Link in podcast description. Welcome back. As I've stated many times before, climate change is a movement with good intentions and unrealistic expectations. I know the Earth is getting warmer. That happens when a planet gets closer to the sun. But reducing ourselves to a limited way of life financially and psychologically isn't a way to thrive as a society. I reported on California trying to get people to buy electric cars and then couldn't even charge them because the energy grid is too weak. If you didn't take my word for it, here's an expert. Mark Mills, energy and tech operator, faculty fellow at Northwestern U and author to tell you about electric cars and how much they truly help the environment. Well, we can make this whole discussion easy with the two-letter word, no. There's no such thing, of course, as a zero emissions vehicle. 
the real question is where are the emissions associated with the electric car? Because what you do with an electric vehicle is you don't eliminate emissions, you export them somewhere else. You have to dig up about 500,000 pounds of materials to make a single thousand pound battery. It takes 100 to 300 barrels of oil to manufacture a battery that can hold one barrel of oil equivalent of energy. Just manufacturing the battery can have a carbon debt rate ranging from 10 tons to 40 tons of CO2. And the plans that are in place to increase the use of batteries will require an increase in production of minerals like lithium, cobalt, zinc, Demand for those minerals will increase between 400% and 4,000%. Isn't enough mining in the world to make enough batteries for that many people? Mark explained it so well on a California Insider, I don't think I should even say anything. Simply put, electronic cars don't work. They transfer CO2 without directly emitting them, sure, but it's still being emitted, and arguably at a similar rate, to gas-driven cars. No matter how sleek and modern the design is, in terms of emission, the car remains the same. And it's just that simple. Right after this break, I'll bring on my first segment of the International Report. Gardening, cooking, baking, and of course, family are all at the core of where it's been living. Even if most of those topics are compromises, Autumn will adapt as best as we can, bringing you the easiest and heartiest recipes you'll need to satisfy your family, and top-notch gardening suggestions all season long to impress your guests. Visit our website at your leisure for more amazing tips. Welcome and welcome back to the International Report. On our first segment, we'll discuss Prime Minister Maloney's win in Italy and growing influence of conservative power in Italian Parliament. According to the Heritage Foundation, Giorgia Maloney has been called far-right and unfairly, I might add. Maloney is simply a member of a misguided party, in my opinion, and in the Heritage Foundation's, her premiership will not only advance the Italian citizens, but strengthen foreign relations. I can't help but consider the fact that Georgia has plenty of political experience since she was involved in politics from a very young age. The conservatives in Italian parliament have also showed great diversity despite what the liberals in the Italian media may say. The conservatives welcome an Ivorian immigrant to their party, according to Al Jazeera. I would like to end this off with a good message today. Conservatism is spreading through the world as fast as you could say the word spectacular. This prospect will only isolate the liberals to a distilled group of unrecognized voters, and we will once again sway the majority. I'm your host, Nell Witherspoon, and I hope to see you on the next episode of Chatter in the Skull.